Awake, awake. Close yourself from your strength, O Zion. Close yourself from your beautiful garment, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For the uncircumcised and the unclean will no longer come into you. Shake yourself from the dust. Rise up, O captive Jerusalem. Loose yourself from the chains around your neck, O captive of Zion. For thus saith the Lord, You were sold for nothing, and you will be redeemed without money. For thus says the Lord, My people went down to first in Egypt to the then the Assyrians oppressed them without cause. Now therefore, what do I have here? declares the Lord, seeing that my people have been again have been taken away without cause. Again the Lord declares, Those who rule over them howl, and my name is continually blasphemed all day long. Therefore my people shall know my name. Therefore in that day I am the one who is speaking. Here I am. Okay, so he encourages his people to wake up. To shake off the effects of this cup and to do what in verse 1? Put on strength. Yeah, put on beautiful garments. Babylon was to get off of her throne and dress as a peasant girl. Jerusalem was to get up from the dust and dressed in beautiful garments. Babylon and Jerusalem will trade places. That's back from chapter 47. Um, and, and God is promising um, purity and holiness. Jerusalem's a holy city. The uncircumcised and unclean won't come into her. So get up from the dust. Take the chains off your neck. God is going to bless his people again. He's going to liberate them from their captivity, I think especially from the captivity of sin. And they're going to clothe themselves in the pure garments of the righteousness that God gives them. Uh, he says, for you were sold for nothing. You will be redeemed without money. You know, God didn't get anything when he sold them, so he can buy them back for nothing. And he's going to do that. And he sort of reviews the oppressors from A to Z. You know, their oppression started way back down where? Egypt, and then passed through Assyria. That is where we're at at the moment in Isaiah's day, and it will be Babylon. And, uh, you know, God is moved by his people's misery. And he's moved by the honor of his name. And so he is going to rescue his people. He is not going to allow them to, to suffer anymore. It's interesting that in 51.13, you have the all-day-long fury of the oppressor. Which leads in 52.5 to the all-day-long blasphemy of God's name. Whatever hurts the people of God hurts him. When they persecute God's people all day long, they're blaspheming God all day long. So he's basically saying, I'm going to deliver you from bondage. And uh, you'll know that I have spoken this when it happens, because I am going to, I'm going to liberate you. Again, I think primarily thinking about the liberation from sin. Yes. So when they blasphemed, uh, when they heard the people of God, they blasphemed God's name. Yes. Is that quoting Romans two twenty four to talk about um, the people of uh, um, of the Jews himself? I cannot tell you that for sure. Is this the passage referred to there? I'm not sure. Yes. 
And if so, I don't have an explanation for this. Although, why was it that these oppressors had conquered his people?